This is DeadAirRadio.org. This is where we get into Grateful Dead recordings, official releases. And this week, we are going to be talking with an artist. And if you've ever done any research or came across his artwork, he kind of goes by two names. My name is Justin Elton. Any other name that he goes by? Status Theragraph. Which is where you can find him online. And that's S-P-A-T-U-S-S-E-R-I. G-R-A-P-H.com. Perfect. And he's been doing work for the Grateful Dead and the Grateful Dead family for some time now. I'm just going to guess and say 2011? It was uh, August 2nd, 2011 to be exact. It was a gig for the Bijou Theater, which is in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is where Justin lives. Bob Weir played a handful of shows in 2011. It was just Bob and his acoustic guitar. Knoxville is where the tour started off. I went to my my buddy Brian that worked there that booked the show, and I was like, you have to see if they will do a poster for this. Like, please help me do this, man. Justin was working as a graphic designer for a concert promoter, and he was doing posters on the side. So doing a Bob Weir poster was a big deal for him. We reached out to him, and they were on board. And um, I remember the, the posters sold out, I'm pretty sure, before Bob even came on stage. The relationship started there, Bob Weir's solo performance at a 700-person venue in Knoxville. Four years later, Justin provided the poster artwork for when the surviving members did their final performances together. It's fair thee well. Over 350,000 people went to those shows. They keep hiring me, so I, I, they must, I think, appreciate you know what I'm doing. Justin also provided the art for several recent Grateful Dead releases, including RFK 1989 and the 2016 Dave's Picks. So far, everything I've, I've done and worked with them on has been amazing. I mean, they've, they've really been great to work. They've been very perceptive to almost everything I've put out, you know, there to them. During one of the conversations Justin was having with Grateful Dead Productions, a very interesting topic came to the table. Is there a possibility that Justin could actually do a project that I would basically kind of handle and come up with and, you know, just some way we could work together that would be kind of my own thing as opposed to them hiring me to do something? Justin's own thing was a series of posters titled Milestones. I thought that that would be something that was so broad that there's so many moments in their career that had different meanings for different reasons. It could lead to not only fun artwork, but have special meanings for different people who got into the band at different eras. And it also could provide a poster for shows that didn't have posters and I just felt like it was a great way to kind of span the career of the dead and create artwork that could go along with that. The first milestone that Justin produced was the Egypt 78 shows. The posters were released on the show's 40-year anniversary, and Justin talks a little bit about the legacy of those Egypt shows. To me, it was one of those things that I was like, God, man, you know, who does that? <laughs> you know, like, nobody does that. You know, it's, just, it's such an bold thing to do I felt like for a band that it was just one that really like struck me plus there's a wealth of imagery drawn from the Egypt shows you got the desert the pyramids the sphinx it's more than just a show is I think what really intrigues me about this whole this whole thing 
the limited edition posters were only available to purchase over one weekend, a weekend which happened to fall on the anniversary of the Egypt shows. Justin says that's what fans can expect for future Milestones posters. I wanted people to be able to get it. I wanted it to be where you're not trying to buy it, sells out in five seconds online, and then you see a guy on eBay with it for $300 more, you know, or something like that. I wanted it to be accessible. So the idea was, you know, if we run the sale for three days at a time, and however many orders come in, like you're guaranteed to get one, then that's how many we print, that's how many we sign a number, and how many we ship out. to me is a way to hopefully get the art in the hands of the people that want it and not too many people miss out. Hopefully this is getting it to as many people, you know, that actually really want to have it. About a thousand of those Egypt 78 posters were sold and the same goes for the upcoming release. The next milestone will be a print for what I think a lot of people consider one of the dead just best performances in general. It's the Valentine's Day show from 1968 at the Carousel. Uh, soon to have an album out on Looney Tunes. Bill Cassidy had just died. Thank you. And in the second set, Jerry comes out and they dedicate the second set to him. Okay, uh, we got a few things to say uh, before we uh, get into the uh, real thick of it, and that is that... Uh, uh, some friends of ours, uh, Lavelle and Tiffany, just had a kid. We'd yeah, like happy to, Lavelle. Yeah, happy, happy Lavelle. We'd like to dedicate happy, yeah. to happy Lavelle. And, then, and, and also, all set. All day. And also, we respectfully dedicate this set to the memory of Neil Cassidy. And in particular, Neil ain't dead. Also, the second set is basically Anthem of the Sun. I know the pieces of that show. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like the alligator in that show, is. Part of that live performance is part of Anthem of the Sun. The window to purchase a limited edition poster is only going to be three days, starting on Valentine's Day. I thought it would be cool to release on Valentine's Day and run the sale for the three days. When you go back to the history books, you will see a print for that carousel show. That print was done by the legendary Stanley Mouse. My influences come from those guys, and that's so special to me what they were doing back then, man. It's just it's the creative energy that's put in some of those posters just blow my mind. The Valentine's Day Carousel Show was a chance for Justin to not only put his spin on a show print, but also pay tribute to one of his heroes, Stanley Mouse. I will say this: it's a little bit of a, a play off that, but it's different, different theme in a way. But I think if you look at the two together, you'll see the connections. You may have also seen the uh, iconic image on the Road Trips release, Volume 2, Number 2. The image for it there is from Stanley's poster. Talking with artist Justin Helton, and he has been hired for various official Grateful Dead projects. The Grateful Dead and iconic imagery go hand in hand. Uh, Justin breaks down why Grateful Dead art is so legendary. I think it's probably the same thing that makes the Dead's music so attractive. It's just the, it's like the exploratory nature of it. 
sometimes there's no rhyme or reason as to which way it went. You can tell that some of these ideas that they had for some came so far out of left field. It's like, how did it get to this idea? That relates to the band's music as well, and that's what's so special about it to me. Justin's latest project with the Grateful Dead Productions is Milestones, limited run of Grateful Dead posters that represents a milestone in the band's career and also bringing awareness to shows and moments that people can learn from. The idea that, of making a piece of artwork that represents a certain milestone in the band's career, but also making it stuff that people may not have ever even known about. Just bringing awareness to shows and moments that, like a guy like me that's still learning so much about the dead even from doing this like i i think that's that's really my purpose is to to do these to bring even more awareness to you know what they did justin started with a poster from the egypt 78 and then he's moved on to valentine's day at carousel ballroom in 1968 as for the next one or how many he'll release the agreements for a few years so there's some time here to make them but there's no telling on how many i will release mainly because some of it is just kind of whenever I, I come across something that sparks an idea, you know, I, I usually start running with it. But there definitely is an, an approval process. You know, it has to be approved by the band's team and the frequency, I can't really say. One thing is for sure, Justin isn't going to bust out a poster just to come out with a poster. He wants to feel that spark uh, for an idea, an inspiration. I'd rather it be inspired than, than just done for the sheer fact of doing it. There is definitely a new inspired generation for concert posters. Justin has done several highly sought after posters for recent bands, and his reasoning behind the passion for concert posters is definitely spot on. This is something I've said for a few years now, and I think there's some other artists out there that I've heard say it as well, and somewhat of the death, and it's not completely dead yet, but it's all digital, but with the kind of like the physical death of album art, I mean, you can still buy vinyl albums that have physical packages and CDs as well, but it's just becoming so much less of a thing. It's just everything's so digital now that I think people still kind of want to have that tangible piece of artwork, you know, that goes along with the music that they love and they appreciate. And I feel like posters have kind of like emerged as like that new piece of artwork that you can take home with you that relates to the music you enjoy. talking with Scott Tilson of Psychedelic Art Exchange, which is the premier source to buy, sell, and learn about 1960s psychedelic rock concert posters. He agrees with what Justin was throwing down. There's a whole huge wave of new collectors and new people that are appreciating concert posters. We're also hearing that from the collectors that are receiving the first posters that they've ever gotten that have come in from other collectible marketplaces. If you think about it, the most expensive collectibles there are is fine art, which can routinely go for millions, tens of millions, or hundreds of millions of dollars. And the best baseball cards, comics, and coins all trade for maybe one to two million dollars each. Now that's a lot of money, but it's not 30 million or 300 million dollars, which is what a painting has traded for. So the reason why there's that discrepancy is that collectors will pay a huge premium the ability of hanging that collectible on their wall. You can't hang a, a rare coin on your wall or a baseball card on your wall, but you can put a Van Gogh on your wall, a 
and you can put a beautiful Grateful Dead concert poster on your wall. defines a lot of who people are. I feel like there's always this connection between piece of art that you can hang on your wall and the, the band that that represents and the music that that represents. So I think to me, I, I feel like a lot of the reason that posters have kind of emerged into more of a relevant piece of the culture, I think, is, is a lot because of that. I feel like any person that would hang something of mine on their wall means so much to me. I mean, like, to this day, I can do that and make a living and take care of my family by doing that. And then get to see all these amazing shows and meet the people I get to meet is just, uh, it's incredible to me. And I appreciate you helping spread the word and, and just appreciate you for what you do. And um, yeah, it's awesome, man. I, I thank you so much.